listening to the U Urban Bible Study Weekly Leaders Training Podcast. The U curriculum is especially created by and for urban and multi-ethnic churches. This podcast is designed to help leaders lead a Bible study using LifeWay's U Urban Bible Study resources. Each week, we examine the biblical passage, review some questions teachers may face, and give a practical teaching tip. I'm Dr. Mark Croston, General Editor for the U Bible Study, and today I'm joined by uh, my wife and one of our women trainers for LifeWay, Brenda Croston. Hello, Brenda. Hey, Mark. Good to be back with you guys as we talk about session two, Jesus Restored My Life. Um, the passage is John chapter five, verses two through 11, 19 through 21. Excited as always to jump in and see Jesus at work. All right. So our point for today is Jesus restored what was broken in my life. And so our uh, let's read the first section, uh, chapter five, starting at verse number two. By the sheep gate in Jerusalem, there's a pool called Bethesda in Aromatic, which, is, which has five colonnades. Within these lay a large number of the disabled, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been disabled for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and realized he had already been there for a long time, he said to him, do you want to get well? Sir, the disabled man answered, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, someone goes down ahead of me. All right, so here it is. How does Jesus heal our brokenness? Jesus seeks to heal. And so he seeks to heal. And I think that's what we get to see in this uh, story. This is not just a story about the healing of this man, but the fact that Jesus seeks to heal in all of our lives. So in this particular uh, passage, uh, there was this uh pool at Bethesda, and there was the belief that from time to time, an angel would come down and trouble the water. And while the water's being stirred up, uh, the first one who was to get in would be healed. And so now Jesus is there, sees a man who's been at this pool for 38 years, 38 years. That's a long time. And so Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? And maybe that's uh, the challenge and the question for many of us. Many of us, we have become so accustomed to the issues of our lives that maybe we need to ask this question for ourselves. Do we want to get well? And if you want to get well, then Jesus is the right one on the scene. Just like he sought this man out. He didn't have to go by that pool. He sought this man out. Jesus seeks out each one of us in our lives because he seeks to heal. Uh, the Son of Man has come, Luke 19.10, to seek and to save that which is lost. He's seeking 
us for healing. What are you thinking, Brenda? Yeah, there's the implication here that he's seeking to heal his body, but also his mind. So think about the question, do you want to get well? So it's it seems a little crazy to me um, when I initially encountered this story. What do you mean? What do you want to get well? Well, in this time, begging was a legitimate job. If you were handicapped and unable to earn your living through a trade because of your disability, then begging was your job. That's what you did to feed your family. And so when Jesus asked this question, there's the implication there. Like, do you know what this means? Once you, tomorrow, you're not going to come here and beg. You're going to have to, you know, do more. And so this was a question of compassion as well and helping this man to think through what this healing meant. And um, the question was, how does Jesus heal our brokenness? He heals us thoroughly. So it wasn't just his body, but it's also his mind, his thought patterns, his um, way of living. All of that was going to change. And so here's Jesus asking him this question. Are you thinking about all these things as you are thinking about being healed? Which is important to us. When we when when Jesus heals our brokenness, sometimes our we haven't changed our minds. Right. We haven't really changed our minds and we go back to old patterns and routines knowing that when Jesus heals, he heals thoroughly as we uh, yield to that healing. So it's a question we need to ask ourselves. Do you want to be made well? All right. So our second point is Jesus fully restores. He fully restores. Let's look at verses 8 through 11. Get up, Jesus said to him. Pick up your mat. And walk. Instantly, the man got well, picked up his mat, and started to walk. Now, that day was the Sabbath. And so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, This is the Sabbath. The law prohibits you from picking up your mat. He replied, The man who made me well told me, Pick up your mat and walk. And so so this is important. This is important. Uh, Jesus fully restores. He fully restores. And so uh, he simply speaks to the man, tells him what to do, and, uh, and he simply says, pick up your mat and walk. Now, this guy couldn't walk. And... This was the Sabbath day. So the Jews get on him because it was ill unlawful to pick up your mat on the Sabbath day. So he had to make a choice. He had to make a choice between whether he was going to follow some man-made laws, because that wasn't really, that's not really in uh specifically like that in the word some man-made regulations, or whether he was going to actually uh, be healed, because he would not have been healed had he not picked up his mat and walked, right? If Jesus tells us the process for our healing, and, and the process for this man was 
picking up his mat. Had he not picked up his mat, he would have never been healed. And so, and, and the way that his healing was fully demonstrated was his ability to pick up his mat. Means my arms are strong and walk. That means my legs are strong. And so he fully demonstrates that the healing has happened by this simple action. And uh, so, uh, so he is and is willing to make the action of faith in order to demonstrate his healing. Well, all of us too have to make our own demonstrations of faith to acts of faith to demonstrate our healing in our lives. So if if I just stated it is so, then maybe it's not then I haven't really acted by faith on it. It it is the actual doing of it and living it out that demonstrates that God has bought a full restoration or healing uh, to any one of our lives. What are you thinking, Brenda? I'm thinking that you were looking over my shoulder into my notes because I highlighted the process. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Um, so I just want to hang right there for a second. Jesus, how does Jesus heal us, heal our brokenness through processes? He restores us fully through processes. Now, for this man, it was a succession of steps that happened very quickly. But our processes aren't always this short, right? It's not um, the demonstration, the getting to the demonstration of faith is not always this quick. It doesn't happen all happen this quickly always. And so I just want to say that, yes, Jesus um, heals us. He restores us fully. But understand that there is a process. This man's process was quick. Ours may not be. It may or may not be. And so trust God's word. So this man was able to go through these steps, through the process, because he trusted the fact when he, that Jesus said, oh, get up. You can do this. Get up, pick up your mat and walk. And we have to trust that too. Jesus heals us fully. Like trust the process that he heals us fully. And at his word, we are completely healed, whether that process is fast or slow. So third, Jesus relies on the Father. He relies on the Father. Let's look at these last verses. Verse 19, Jesus replied, truly I tell you, the son is not able to do anything on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the father does, the son likewise does these things. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. And he will show him greater works than these so that you will be amazed. And just as the father raised the dead and gives him life, so the son also gives life to whom he wants. And so there it is, uh, a, a recognition that Jesus is relying on the Father. And so I would just say, I put ourselves here now, 
and say, if Jesus relied on the Father, we too have to rely on the Father. We have to rely on the Father. A couple of things here. His, God's ability, right? He was able to heal. We have to rely on the Father's uh, uh, direction in terms of uh, what is the right way to go and what's the right thing to do. So he says, I, I know what to do because I'm, I'm looking at the Father and whatever I, whatever the Father does, is what I'm trying to do. So, so, you know, and, and then, and then we're recognizing that there's a, a powerful relationship between the two. Uh, the father loves the son. And so, and so the son is walking in the love of the father. And so, so there it is dependent on God in this process, relying on the father, not not going out of the father's way or the father's will, but walking in the father's way and in the father's will. What are you thinking, Brenda? Um, thinking that this phrase, truly, I tell you, that special emphasis, emphasis that's Jesus saying, like, this is so important. Sit up and pay attention. Um. Going back to our question, our overall question for the lesson, how does Jesus heal our brokenness? It's through our reliance on the Father. I know you've said that a couple of times, but I think just like Jesus put special emphasis on it, I need to repeat it to, to emphasize that our healing, our restoration, the complete restoration is dependent on our reliance on the Father. Um, because our healing isn't just for us. It's for those people who are assigned to our lives. It's for our children who are watching us. And so they need that example. So Jesus puts emphasis on this. It's almost as if he's saying, watch me as I watch the father. And that's exactly what we have to do. Watch Jesus, how he watched the father. And he was Jesus. He was the second in the trial and the um, Trinity. But he was completely reliant on the father and doing the things that the father was doing. And so we must do the same thing because our restoration, the healing of the brokenness in our lives is um, pertinent to the healing of the brokenness in the lives of the people who we minister to with and for. Yeah. So what a, what a great lesson this is uh, about this man. He, he was in need of healing. Jesus sought him out. Jesus restored him fully and the way that Jesus was able to accomplish this was that he relied on the Father. And so uh, we, we got to remember to take those with us. Jesus wants to heal, bring healing to the issues of our lives. He wants to restore us fully. And in the process, he and we must rely on the Father. And so this is a great lesson. Uh, somebody's going to be encouraged 
as you study this lesson on today. So uh, I, if you're a Bible study teacher, I want you to hold on just a moment because Brenda's going to give us a powerful one-minute teaching tip. But I want to remind everybody to get your copy of the U Bible Study. You can find it at u.lifeway.com. That's y-o-u.lifeway.com. It is our urban cultural forward Bible study. It comes in paper and digital format, has a teacher guide in the back of the book and daily devotional pages uh, to help you stay in the word of God every day. Uh, there is leaders pack available and it aligns with our Bible studies for life, student and kids curriculum. So there's something for everybody. All right, Brenda, give us our teaching tip for today. All right. Last time we were together, I talked about the fact that I want to highlight the living section because these are some great nuggets. And so true to that, I'm asking you teachers to share your salvation story, right? Share your salvation story at the top of the teaching moment. Why? You never know who's sitting in that room that needs to hear your brokenness, how you were broken. And look at where you are now teaching the word of God, how that's going to affect them, how it's going to um, put special emphasis on this story that Jesus can heal our brokenness. So your brokenness. So your teaching tip for today is to share your salvation story. What's the thing in your life that was so broken that God healed? transformed and now is using for his glory all right all right thank you so very much this is going to be a great lesson and join us again my friend for another you bible study podcast because you never know where god will take you mm -hmm.